0: graduated from Vanderbilt in 2011 with a bachelor's in human and organizational development. During her time on campus, she participated in an Owens Accelerator program as a student and operations manager. She spent the last six years working for Google, first as a recruiting coordinator and now as an HR business partner. We spoke with her about the value of the Accelerator program, career planning, and life at Google as well as the recruiting process there. I'm here today with Tori Wyckoff. Tori, thanks for joining us.
1: No problem. Happy to be here.
0: Let's start off by explaining to our audience what the Accelerator program is. Can you break it down for us?
1: Sure. The Accelerator program is an opportunity for undergraduate students from all over the country to be able to work on consulting type projects. So you have the opportunity to work on projects for real companies, real problems that you're helping them to solve. The companies come and pitch the problem or what they're looking to get help on to um, the Accelerator students. And then you're able to spend usually a pretty finite short amount of time coming up with an opportunity or a way to help um, help them solve that situation. And then you get you get to present that back to the leadership um, of the organization, which I, I think it's a really unique opportunity because you're not only solving real problems, but you also have the opportunity to present back to a leadership team. And the biggest part of it is you're doing all of this as part of a team. So you get to go through the team dynamics of um, forming and becoming a team, as well as sometimes a little bit of what we call the storming phase, where you're having to go through kind of the kinks that can come with team development, and then as well as the triumphs of when you actually present out. So over the course of the time in Accelerator, you do multiple projects, and you're on a couple of different teams to be able to go through all of those ebbs and flows.
0: And how did you come to get involved with the program?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I, um, as an undergrad, I had spent my first two summers after freshman and sophomore year um, going home. My dad owned a small business in Texas, So I spent a couple years going and working for him. And then when I came back on campus junior year, I um, was feeling a little bit of pressure from external forces that everyone else had already been doing internships, and I was a little bit behind. So I looked around campus and actually saw a flyer for Accelerator. So I came over here to Owen um, to go to an info session and thought it was really interesting and something I would really like to do as well as there is an opportunity at the end of Accelerator to intern with various different companies um, in Nashville. So I thought that would be a good way to kind of kick off my my summer with Accelerator and then definitely have an internship opportunity afterward if I was able to secure one. So I went to that info session, applied, and then was accepted, and I actually stayed with Accelerator for a couple years. I did my first year as a student, um, and then that next year I actually interned with the program for my entire senior year, and then I was on staff with the program that next summer. As part of the coordination team, uh, working with the program manager.
0: Can you talk a little bit about how it prepared you for your career?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think accelerator has a couple main things that it can really do for your career. One, for someone like me, I had never done a bunch of pre- large presentations, and we did We had to present to teams in some of my classes, but I think there's a different dynamic when you're presenting to people who are, have a longer career or have more seniority than you, and so. Um, definitely, Accelerator gave me that opportunity to, have large pre- or to, to do large presentations in front of people and to get used to that sort of public speaking, which, um, as some of my coaches would remember from that time, I was very nervous about at the beginning, and um, it was not something that I was comfortable doing, and by the end of Accelerator, I felt a lot more comfortable doing that, which I think has definitely helped me in my career because there's a lot of times, particularly at Google where I work now, that um, you are put into situations where you might be the most junior person in the room and how do you feel comfortable raising your hand or, or voicing your concerns or um, speaking to, to people in and, and those different types of environments. So I think Accelerator definitely helped me for that. And then additionally, um, the team dynamics piece. So nothing I do at work is in a silo and I'm always having to work with different people. And so the team dynamics and those different skills that I learned in the late nights of Accelerator when we were trying to get our projects done those are definitely things that I've used in my career to help make sure that our teams can be successful and everything that I'm that I'm working on with the team that we're making sure that everyone's voices are being raised and everyone's opinions are being heard.
0: Let's shift gears to your career at Google. Mm-hmm. You've been there for about six years now? Yep. In a few different roles. Yes. Um, can you walk us through your time there?
1: Yeah, definitely. So I, um, when I was a senior here at Vanderbilt, I applied online randomly to Google and I was able to secure a phone interview and then an on-site interview. So I went out to Mountain View headquarters and had four back-to-back interviews and then got my full-time offer around Thanksgiving of my senior year, which was really exciting because then senior spring was a lot of fun because I had already had that secured. And then I spent that next summer working with Accelerator um, again and then went home for a month and moved out to California after that. So I um, moved there in a recruiting coordinator position. So what that meant was I, for the first couple years at Google, two, almost two years exactly, I helped schedule interviews. So I did a lot of logistics and coordination um, for both internal transfers to so people moving within the company as well as leadership recruitment. So anyone that we were bringing in at the senior levels, I helped make sure that their travel was arranged. I helped them when they were on site and sometimes I even was able to schedule fun tours and fun events for their family while they were coming out. because so we were usually having to sell a whole family on, on the Google experience. So I did that for a couple years, and then I had the opportunity, particularly in my department, when somebody goes on a long-term leave, like a maternity leave, their role is open for someone to bungee into, is what we call it. So you're able to kind of test drive a role. So I did that in the HR organization and liked it and um, was able to stay on that team. So now I'm an HR business partner, which means I provide HR services to a client group of internal Googlers, as we call them. So um, I'm working with, with the teams I support on performance management, leadership development, talent development, um, compensation planning, all of those different aspects. And our job is just to make sure that all the people at Google while they're there are happy and healthy and taken care of in, in all the ways that we can.
0: From the HR perspective, how does the company handle what I'm assuming is a very large <laughs> volume of applications?
1: Yeah. So um, what I what I love about Google and is still, I think, pretty unique, is there is a person that reviews every application that comes in. So yeah, while there is a high volume, um, there is someone actually checking to make sure that, see if the resume fits with our roles, making sure it gets passed along to the different staffing teams. We do have a large staffing organization who are, are very involved and um, know all of the roles very well. So another piece that I love about it is, even if you apply to a role, they might also uh, consider you for other roles as well, because sometimes the recruiters know everything that's available and everything that you might be a fit for. So. I've personally heard um, some of my friends that work there as well have had opportunities where they had thought that they would only be aligned to one different, one role at Google, and they actually had a conversation with the recruiter that led them down a different path in their career, and it was something that they ended up loving, and it wasn't something that they had originally looked at, so um, they, there's a lot of kind of that, that movement that happens as well. Um, and then another interesting thing that I found, and what I talk to undergrad students about, is we also keep applications on file. So should another role come available or should something come down the road, we'll, we'll rekindle those connections as well. So it actually happened to one of, my, one of my friends who now works at Google. He had originally applied, and then he actually got an offer at a different company. And then a couple years later, Google called him back about a different role because they had kept kind of that conversation line open, and now he's at Google again. So there's, there's different ways that the staffing team can reach out and make sure that those conversations are able to happen when needed.
0: And from your personal experience and mm-hmm. where you sit now in the company, is the recruiting process drastically different at Google from mm-hmm. other tech companies? Um, and if so, how?
1: I'm, I'm not sure if I think it's drastically different. It's generally, um, for undergraduates at least, the recruiting process for full-time roles starts off with, of course, the application and then the recruiters um, will reach out. And there's generally a, a phone call with the recruiter just to kind of assess fit and kind of, as I mentioned earlier, see if there might be other roles that might be might be useful to look at too, and then we do um, generally a couple round, maybe two or three hangout interviews, Um, so online video conference calls, and then generally we bring folks on site. So whether that means coming out to Mountain View to headquarters or if the role is based somewhere else, going there for in-person interviews is usually the final round. What I do think is unique about Google and in my experience with friends working elsewhere is that we actually hire by committee. So what that means is no single hiring manager can make a decision on a candidate by themselves. So once all of the process has gone through, there is a committee that reviews all the packets and, um, and all of the candidates to make sure that they're a fit not just for that team but for Google overall because they want people that will be able to provide value to multiple teams across their years at Google. So I do find that to be a pretty unique aspect in the sense that no one can make one decision without, without testing it amongst a, a larger group.
0: Do you have any advice for undergraduates looking to work at Google now?
1: Yeah. I mean, the things the things I think are most important are, and, and the advice I often give, is your resume still is going to be the first port of call for any any time you're applying to these, to these types of roles or these type of companies. So make sure, obviously, make sure there's no typos. There's nothing than that that would immediately be a glaring issue with it. But then also thinking through, particularly when I was an undergrad, I remember being in this place is you've been on this campus for years, people know the lingo, people know when you use different terminologies, when you talk about different courses, when you talk about different projects. Like for instance, I was an HOD major, so when I talk about the HOD internship, people generally know what that means. You have to recognize that people outside of this Vanderbilt bubble will not understand what that means. So how do you explain that to someone who doesn't know the scope of that or doesn't know that with the HOD internship, you're actually working 32 hours a week or how can you explain those those things to people who don't necessarily have the Vanderbilt lens, as well as thinking through how to explain your own impact. So um, an example I, I often use for this is um, people often say that they were, have the ability to manage a budget. Okay, well, how big was that budget? Well, how many events did you put on with that budget? Explaining numbers around things I think is super helpful for people to understand the scope of the work. Um, and then additionally, at a company like Google, we are interested in that special interest session, section at the bottom. I remember in my own interviews, I had a whole interview where we only discussed the things I had put or my interests at the bottom of my resume, so thinking through those sorts of things too, because we want to see beyond just the person on the resume and who you are as a person overall, so making sure that you can let that shine through a bit on your resume I think is important as well.
0: You mentioned before, talking about getting your career started, how you looked at your peers in undergrad and were either nervous or mm-hmm. felt, you know, compelled to do a lot during your time here to fill up that resume. Yep. What can students do to differentiate themselves now during their undergraduate years?
1: I think the biggest thing from when, when I look at resumes now, and again, I'm not in a recruiting capacity as HR, but I do see them from time to time, is um, making sure that there's some sort of focus, right? So um, for me, for example, when I was an undergrad, I was really involved in two organizations, and I was stayed really in-depth in those. So I think that shows both a commitment to an organization as well as um I was able to have different roles in those, so it showed a little bit of being able to be flexible in in different in, in a different environment. Um, so I think I always recommend students focus focus where they can, because I think particularly at a place like Vanderbilt there's so many opportunities and there's so many things you can do, so trying to not spread yourself too thin I think is important, important on a resume. Another way is just to differentiate, I think um, particularly for tech companies. I myself didn't have any sort of computer science background, but I do think that if you can take a class while you're here, that shows that you have a little bit of like a little bit of the lingo, both like technically as well as um, being able to understand because there are a lot of technical terms and conversations that happen at Google, and I picked it up over time. But I think having a code, at least an intro to computer science class, would have been super helpful while I was here. Um, and also you what I always recommend is there's never going to be a time like you have right now as an undergraduate to be able to take advantage of the of the courses that are here as well as um, even as a graduate student the opportunity to be on campus at Vanderbilt and to be able to take advantage of of the different things that are taught here so really thinking about that and thinking about um, not just focusing on what you need for your major but using some of those elective courses to really um, broaden your horizons and thinking about things in a different way I think are ways that you can definitely help expand and, and and only your time here but I think it will help you in the future as well
0: so talking about accelerators specifically what can students do to make the most of the program
1: yeah I definitely think it's important to um, move out of your comfort zone as quickly as possible so like I said I was I was uncomfortable doing presentations so it took me a couple projects to finally have the nerve I actually think by the, a certain point I I was told I had to, to present. Um, I think knowing what you're um, uncomfortable, like what you're uncomfortable with, and really pushing yourself out there at the beginning. This is an opportunity to really try those things, test those things out. You're in a somewhat safe environment, even though it is a competitive environment. Um, so if there are those skills you want to learn, like push yourself to do that early on, as well as um, thinking through um, all of the opportunities you have to work with teams like that. Um, that is definitely um, something that's so useful about about this program. And the access that you have to the professors, I think, is huge. There's still so many of the professors here that I have kept relationships with outside of the program, and you have access to such great talent in that pool. And so making sure that you're really paying attention in the courses, really making those connections, um, because those type of relationships, as well as even with your, your peer accelerator students, will be things that you'll use for many years to come. And I still connect with folks I was I was in the Accelerator program with, and we still chat. if I'm in a different city, I'll always reach out to them. So I think it's really important to take advantage of that network.
0: Fantastic. Well, Tori, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today, mm-hmm. and best of luck in your future
1: endeavors. Thank you.
0: Thanks to Tori for her time this week, and thank you for listening. You can find more stories and information about Owen by visiting our website, business.vanderbilt.edu, are following at Vanderbilt Ellen on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Vanderbilt University or the Vanderbilt Ellen Graduate School of Management. Music by Mike Foster. I'm Nate Luce.